<coughs> Hi there, welcome to the Animals Naturally podcast with me, Suzanne. The aim of this podcast is to help you get ideas and tips on how to care for your animals naturally. Whether it's your horse, dog, other pet or other animal, there's a whole world of complementary therapies and holistic approaches that you can use to help make your animal's life healthier and happier more naturally. I'm founder of Taronet, a leading international natural animal healthcare resource at taronet.co.uk and I also offer business consultancy training to pet care entrepreneurs and also training for veterinarians on how to prevent domestic abuse in their practice. In this edition of the podcast, I'm going to talk a bit about dog training and how that can be done more holistically. Whether your dog is an older dog or a puppy or anywhere in between, as training can be useful throughout his or her life. It can increase the bond with your dog and make life safer and more enjoyable for you both. But training can be challenging and it sometimes can seem an endless task, particularly if your dog's trying to learn something new or stop doing something such as chewing or, um, or biting things, particularly puppies that can be an issue. Um, and it can be quite dispiriting if you're thinking about how your dog compares with other dogs. And the first thing to think about in a holistic approach is that actually your dog is an individual. Every dog is different. Even dogs of the same breed will be different just because of where they live, their lifestyle, their environment, what they eat, um, how many walks they have, where they go to walk and just how they approach life. It will vary depending on the individual dog. So do think about them as being an individual and don't try to compare your dog with another one. Training can be calm and gentle. If your dog has behavioural problems, you might feel stressed yourself and unsure of how you can complete training. You may even speak to your vet and consider getting medication for your dog's behaviour, particularly when dogs are scared of loud noises and it might be fireworks season, when it's celebrations such as New Year or um, other celebrations throughout the year where fireworks are often used, people may go to the vet to get some medication to calm them down. But there are other holistic approaches, which I do talk about in another podcast episode. But any medication you do get for your dog's behaviour to help him or calm him or her down a bit will only mask the problem and should really be only a temporary option if they're used at all. So what can you do to make training more holistic? There are several techniques to training that are particularly gentle yet effective. One of these is Tellington Touch. It's had success in helping dogs with both physical and behavioural problems, as well as helping with general performance and happiness. Tellington Touch is used to help with all aspects of dog behaviour and training, from excessive barking and chewing, pulling on the leash, to jumping up, being aggressive, to generally being excitable or nervous. You can find Tellington Touch practitioners around the world and there's also some great resources online at the Tellington Touch official website, which I'll put a note in the comments for. It is possible to make dog training really complicated and also to take shortcuts that involve using punishment. Dog training can take hours, hours of patience and repetition. To help with training your dog, I always recommend the back flower remedy system. There are 38 different remedies and this system was created around 100 years ago. Some of the remedies are made from flowers whilst others are made from the flowers of trees, bushes and plants with water. The back system of flower remedies is different to how other flower, remedies, flower essence systems may exist. 
Each of these different flower remedy systems will have their own benefits, but the back flower remedy system is distinct from others. One of those you might have heard of is rescue remedy. This actually is a combination of five different back flower remedies and is designed to help with situations that generate fear or shock. So why should you use back flower remedies to help with training? Well, first of all, they are gentle. And as there are 38 of them, you can choose one or more, but not too many that really suit your dog and his personality and temperament and the issue and get to the nub of the problem that he or she is facing. For instance, chestnut bud is great for assisting with learning, particularly where the dog keeps repeating the same mistakes over and over again. You can learn more by finding a back flower remedy for animals practitioner. There's many around the world, or you can complete some training yourself. The Back Centre, based in the UK, offers online courses at an introductory level, and also there are some additional animal courses you can complete for further learning. I'll put a link in the comments for the website. If your dog does have behavioural issues, then it's worth speaking to your vet to see if there's any underlying physical cause. Some dogs may behave in a certain way due to some kind of pain or discomfort. Consider too using canine massage. Although this therapy is great for physical issues, massage with dogs can also help with relaxation. Relaxation is really important because if your dog's stress levels are improved, that's got to help with overall um, receptiveness to training and it just makes life a bit more enjoyable. You can find professional canine massage therapists around the world, but you can also learn canine massage for yourself as a dog owner by taking a short course. I'd always recommend taking a course that involves practical and supervised training rather than anything that's solely online. If you take your dog to a professional massage therapist for dogs or to a veterinary physiotherapist, they may show you some moves that you can use between sessions or on an ongoing basis too. By using canine massage as part of your training, it will help your dog to feel happier and have more, more relaxed muscles. And as I said earlier, this is going to help your dog be more receptive to training. In completing training with your dog, if he or she isn't in the right frame of mind, then it's a waste of time. So choose your timings wisely. This is part of a holistic approach, as by considering all of your dog's needs, it will make training a more enjoyable experience for all concerned. If your dog tends to run off from within your garden or land, consider what you can do to make him safe without being harsh. So good fencing is a start. So that's another environmental factor that you can consider. But also practice your recall. It's possible to buy some electric systems that give your dog a shock if he steps over a boundary but they can cause distress. Research funded by the UK government back in 2014 demonstrated that shock collars can have a detrimental effect on the welfare of dogs by causing them unnecessary harm and suffering. The UK Kennel Club also says that other studies have taken place recently which reached similar conclusions, highlighting that usage of electrical shock devices poses a risk to dog welfare and causes unnecessary, unnecessary suffering as well as indicating that there's actually little evidence of improved behavioural outcomes. Research has shown that 25% of dogs who are trained with electric shock collars showed signs of stress in comparison to less than 5% of dogs trained without the device. So that's quite a difference. And at the end of the day, anything that's going to make your dog's life happier has got to be worth doing. And if your dog's life is going to be made more unhappy and he's given all more stress then that's not going to be helpful for a natural and holistic lifestyle that's catering for all of his or her needs.
It's often claimed that electric shock collars are effective in preventing dogs from tracing livestock. However, research demonstrates that use of an electronic collar does not create a greater deterrent for disobedience, nor does it result in better learning outcomes. Reward-based training can be seen as bribery. So some people don't like to do that because by giving your dog a treat to do something, is it actually going to make him learn to the behaviour that you want or is it just going to make him learn that if he does something, then he'll get a treat? An interesting question. but um, And also something else is clicker training. Again, this should be studied carefully. And you can, but you, with reward-based training and the use of a clicker, they both share the similarity in that um, it will give your dog a reason to be incentivized to participate in the training and you can use the clicker or the treats less as time goes on so he'll be willing to do something because um not because he's scared or frightened but because he wants to the important thing with dog training is being consistent and if you need help finding a reputable and professional dog trainer who uses gentle but effective simple methods then do do that you can go online and study the excellent videos too on YouTube by organisations like the Dogs Trust and Battersea Dogs Home. So there's lots of different ways you can take a more holistic approach to dog training. First of all, make he or she life more stress-free, more relaxed. So canine massage can be really helpful. The back flower remedy system can be really useful. And a note on back flower remedies, they can be used with people as well. So if you're finding yourself get stressed, in advance of a training session or just generally handling your dog because he or she is proving challenging, then do use some yourself. Um, don't use punishment as a way to train because that is going to cause your dog more stress and discomfort and not have a very happy life because he or she is doing something because he wants to, is doing something because he's trying to avoid getting um, punished. So electric shock systems can be um quite punishing and to say as i said earlier the research doesn't prove they're useful reward-based training can be used um with a clicker or without a clicker and they can be really helpful as well and but again it's being consistent and getting guidance on what you can do to make it as helpful as possible so do find a reputable dog trainer if you need to and go online and study um videos by really good organisations like the Dogs Trust, Battersea Dogs Home. They're two that I particularly recommend. I hope this has given you an idea of some ways you can train your dog in a more holistic way. If you've got any questions on complementary therapies for your dog or holistic approaches, then do visit my website at tarinet.co.uk. And if you'd like help finding a complementary therapist for your dog, then do please email me. with contact details are on the website. I hope that's been useful and until next time, goodbye. Ha ha ha!